on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Do you like trucks? Do you like ships? Boy, do we have a game for you. And AIE and WoW is stylish. The Jester's Festival is coming, and we're not fooling. Death Till Dawn is on the horizon. And we have Seaman Max here to talk to us about all things AIE and SWOTOR. Hello, everybody. Hi! (laughs) All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 363 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-esque gaming community. The Die has been podcast. I am Akala. To my left is Tetsemi. I need my spreadsheets this week really bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, boo. And to our right and over a few states is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies. And this week, we're joined by our very special guests, Seema and Max. We're here to talk to us about AIE and SOTOR. Welcome! Thank you. Hello, thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to have you guys here, as always. All right, so before we start digging into news and SOTOR and all that other stuff, I'd like to know what's going on. Um, Let's see. Yeah, well, Max, we're going to start with you. What have you been doing in and out of game? Uh, I've been playing lots of our games. I've been playing a lot of Star Wars. I've been playing that on uh, on our big nights in particular, and then on the off nights, I've been doing some Conquest, uh, flying some GSF, that kind of thing, making a little bit of credits, but I'm kind of off my big push as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But I've also been in World of Warcraft. Uh, I had my Alliance Hunter that was at like eye level 200 and then decided you know, like a, a few weeks ago that maybe I want to do New Braid someday. Yeah. Uh, so I've been working on my Horde Hunter. It is nice. now done with Night Fae. I hadn't done Night Fae before. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm basically far enough where uh, I think I'm at like 185 now on eye level. And I could oh, get a could. legendary, but we were talking about before the show, I'm going to wait and get the get the two, 235 or whatever. Uh, so it's it's in pretty good shape there. I've been playing quite a bit of... I, I checked in on Lotro. Uh uh, a little bit of ESO because there's new stuff there. A mm-hmm. uh, lot, lot of time on on Valheim though too, and we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. Nice. That's me. Awesome. All right, Mew. What's been up with you? <clears throat> All kinds of stuff. Um, <clears throat> uh, like game wise, we'll start there. Um, probably just a ton of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, basically, stretching my skills in ways I've not done before. It's <laughs> Almost sad to think of just how how badly I was skating by before I kind of polished up those skills and yeah the savage raids are <clears throat> a real challenge and when and it's that kind of challenge that when you rise above and finally get through and you're like it's just it's it's such a good feeling mm-hmm. it's yeah. <clears throat> something Wow used to do for me years ago <laughs> but uh, yeah not so much anymore um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah it's just been a lot of fun there's uh, lots of news coming up for that one soon. Um, you know the the community is still great over there, um, but other than that, uh, spending a lot of time in Genshin Impact, which I'm I'm honestly surprised not to see more uh, buzz about it in uh, in AIE land, um, because it's it's such a 
interesting game that like you can just pick up and run with and then you know put it down and get back to something else like it 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 goes very well with our kind of play style yeah um you know they <clears throat> they have regular content updates which is i wish some of our other games would do um <laughs> and it's uh wow i don't know it's it it's kind of like having like an mmo but like like you know co-op borderland style you know to where um you it's it's designed for single player but you can you know bring in a couple friends if you want to do some dungeons or raids or other crazy stuff or just want to run around in the open world and and you know run amok um so yeah it's definitely something i recommend looking into if you're into that um a little bit of wow definitely like barely touching it i'm essentially raiding it logging to raid if i make it in time um had some unexpected nap issues lately and uh, a birthday party that kind of not party but you know celebration. birthday celebrations yeah that kind of delayed our whole schedule so it makes it hard to get to raid but um but yeah and uh i did spend a little bit of time in uh fallout 76 uh push through the their um the little board game thing the scoreboard that they do right uh, we'll be ending i think is it april i think so if you are still trying to get those earn those items you know you'll you don't have too much time uh, so jump in and finish that up if you're still into Fallout 76. Still a pretty fun game. Still pretty solid. Uh, it needs some more content, but you know they've they've been busy there. <laughs> some of their people are down here. Um, they might have been hit by that uh, lovely winter storm we had. So they, I know they had a lot of stuff get pushed. Like ESO got pushed because of it too. So yeah, sometimes, but that's that's the most of it for me. Um, nothing really to speak of uh you know in in the in uh the real world uh, just kind of hunkering down and eagerly awaiting um all the uh other fun stuff happening out in the world awesome all right and sima what have you been up to in and out of game well i was a little bit late to this call because i was working on um putting together a pizza dough i I'm always looking Ooh. for good ways to make pizza. And so I'm trying this recipe and it was at the end of the first rise. And then you work it a little bit and put it back in the fridge for another 24 hours. So right. I was, yes, that's what I'm doing. So I'm. Have, have I sent you the Crispyanko's pizza dough recipe? No. I'll, I'll I, do that. It's a great, it's okay. a great recipe. Yeah. This one is um, a new one to me, although I've done long rise ones before, but we'll see. i just basically want to get that. New York crust kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, periodically I go on this binge of trying to make fantastic <laughs> pizza dough. So that's where I yeah, am right good, now. That's a good binge to be on. Let's be honest. <laughs> Speaking of things that you've sent me, I did make that apple pie with the caramel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, right? Isn't it delicious? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And not that hard. No, it's really simple. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah it's good. And then that salted caramel sauce just kind of puts it over the edge. Marcus says New England pizza is the best pizza, but I don't even know what New England pizza yeah, right? is. Yeah. I don't know. I, on on that on that subject, I actually recently found a Chicago style pizza near me, and I'm definitely happy about that. Oh, so. you know, and I, I made a De- Detroit style pizza once and it was really delicious too. So I my, saw that. Yeah, is Pizza yeah. Hut the one that's pushing Detroit style pizza? I didn't know that was a what? thing. Yeah, Jess, I, what Jess is, is Detroit style pizza? It's honestly 
Exactly. It's 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 interesting. Good. So it's more like it's a Sicilian shape. So it's like that squ- that's that that's usual that rectangle pizza. Oh, right. okay. um, I know what you're talking about. Pizza. Yeah. Thin yeah. as New York. It's not as thick as like you think like Chicago, though. Obviously, we love yeah. thin crust Chicago because we're Spanados people, like which is actually really it's good. Like the the but... thickness of a brownie. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like, it's like red okay. cheese toppings and then sauce. Right. Yeah. But and the then cheese. When you... Burns, to, yeah. You, I think you're just yeah. right because the good, yeah. the good part is the cheese. <laughs> you, you put oil down on the pan, and so the cheese kind of fries along the edges. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it drips into the sides and burn, like burns and crisps <laughs> as it drips into the sides of the pan, like a brown, like a brownie pan. You cook it in a brownie pan, <laughs> right? So, so as it would be no surprise to anyone who's ever listened to Escape Podcast. Yeah, the Escape Podcast. <laughs> this is the. Uh, Podcast, yes. That's what our cat has named the the first half of our show. For anybody, okay, okay, here's why you need to be in the chat room or actually watching the show and not just listening to it. Ted's and I, older cat, about five (laughs) minutes ago, got on my desk and he's been on camera staring at the screen this entire time. So, sorry for. Sorry huh? for interrupting, Seba. Continue, but I just want everyone to know the shenanigans that is coming at the <laughs> happening at our desk. No, I'm done. I just say that we've been having some really beautiful, sunny, crisp, Ooh. blue sky weather, which doesn't mean that spring is coming. No. I, have no. to, I have to educate myself. It's fake spring. Every year I have to do this. Yes, it's fake spring. This is right. false March, spring. March is the month of lies. Right. Although yep. on March 21st, the wandering ancient mount and wow will change to its spring version. It has. That's the day. Yep. It's going to yep. change seasons. Oh, yeah, it is. It yeah. is March yeah. 21. Yep. It changes seasons. Dang it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The equinox was yesterday. Yep. But anyway, I, oh, I, cool. I digress. I, 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 enough talking for me. Move oh on. no, that's why we're here. We're here to talk. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm done. All right. Ted, what have you been up to? A uh, little bit of wow. We did some raiding. Uh finally got Artifactor down. I was able to participate. They'd got it down before without me. Um so we're gonna go work on Sun King Salvation, uh, which is a pain in the Fun butt fight. fight. Yeah. All that healing. All that healing, yeah. Um so, but other than that, it's kind of been in maintenance mode because I've been spending a lot of time in SOTOR. Seema, <laughs> uh, somehow you get inside my head and I'm like, oh, I'll just get this character to conquest. Well, now I need to switch over and I'll get this character to conquest. I got, yes, I got you 10 characters one. to conquest. I know. How? I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's like, a, it's like that's the mini game. It's like yeah. looking at your your list of characters in the guild roster and thinking, who should I do now? <laughs> yeah. So I did, I have nine seventy fives um, that I just did. Um, I did like Zyost and CZ198 and then the Narshada one as well. Um, I would just flip, do those real quick, go to the next character, go through those because they're, they're quick. Um, and then I did a whole series of Okay, this character needs a 306 hilt. Nope, this one needs a 306 armory. Nope, this one needs a 306 barrel. So I just, I literally parked my one item level 306 character at the vendor. And then as each character hit conquest, they generated enough tech parts, tech fragments, te- yeah, tech tech fragments, fragments. that I could then just buy and send them the barrel or the hilt that they needed. So now. 
all my 75s have 306 barrels, hilts, or armorings, whatever, you know, whatever they need for their weapons. And they're all weapon shells. So, nice. yeah, that was my project this week. I wanted to get that all under control and get that sorted. So, I uh, spent a lot of time in spreadsheet <laughs> updating and figuring out where everyone is. But, uh, oh, I'm that was for- your spreadsheet comment at yes. the beginning. I, I'm looking forward to Tuesday because uh, I got I get to open ten characters worth of conquest stuff. So millions of credits. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the other yeah. thing because uh, I know Kazrick mentioned it earlier that he's been trying to, you know, make his first million in Sotor, and I'm like, just run conquest because you get it was it was amazing. I'd start out with like a character with. Um, you know, about 200,000 credits. And by the time I was done, I had over 600,000 credits on that character. So I was just just running the planetary missions and hitting conquest goals. I was making about 400,000 It's raining credits. Yeah. So, um, but that's what I've been up to. Awesome. What about you, Makala? I've been rolling dice. In so Um So let, let's let's start with the game that I didn't have a love interest pop in. That's always a good idea. <laughs> um, so in our friend SJ's game, which um, N is also in, and he's in the uh, was uh, in the chat room earlier. Um, let's see. So we, um, it's actually kind of fun. It's um, one of those dungeons in a box. Um, so SJ has kind of been running us through because we um, we counter set it with our um, escape to Inverness. Um, so we we kind of. We'll do like part of that and then we'll get to a stopping point and then we'll do the other campaigns. So that way both DMs have a chance to play. Uh, but we are doing a kind of fun, like political, a, bit of, a little political. Um, the gnome that we're working with, um, he had asked us to find, he you know, help him find his friend uh, because he will help him help, help, help with uh, something his friend wanted him to work on. Um, then his friend went missing. So, and now we found out that everybody is looking for him, including the Duke. Um, so then we got some clues. We were relaxing at an inn. He comes running in. He hands us a scroll case. Um, he then says, you know, you need to keep this safe for the good of the realm. He runs out. A minute later, the Duke runs in. They want uh, everybody searched. We had hidden it up up, up high uh, by using mage hands. So nobody could, you know, they couldn't find it easily. Um, they search everybody. Not a great time. Then they bring in the uh, the, the um, friend of the uh, gnome we're working with dead. So that's great. Um <laughs> But we have we kind of have we have that that um, that piece we need for the quest. You know for what we're doing. We have the scroll, um, so we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna be search- searching in the sewers. So that's a good time. And then our friend our friend Tony, who we adore, um, he's one of those players that he loves he loves making characters, <laughs> and he decided that he did not love his warlock um, his bard slash warlock. So he's now made a. Um, Warforge Artificer, who's basically Iron Man. And this has been one that he's been working on on and off for a while. Why does um, so he remind me of Mills? He does. He did. In fact, that's one of the things I, I mentioned. Uh, I've mentioned to him as well. I'm like, you know what? One of my best friends. 
every time we game together, he starts off with one character that he wants to, he likes the idea of. And then, yeah, he's like, I'm good. I'm good. Um, here's my other character. And that usually ends up being his, <laughs> his, his long-term character. The same thing happened last time in our, in our last campaign where we played with Tony. So it, it's kind of, it, that is his MO. He's very Mills like, or he just loves to make characters. Um, but that was it's a really fun campaign because it gives us it's very more character driven. Um, like ends playing um, his um, this really neat orc who has you know this really complex past. But because he has this, he's like he's not an orc. He or he he he's orc like, but he's like he's really compassionate. He's really kind of trying to make up for his past. You know, he cares about people. It's kind of fun. And he and I are the kind of the social misfits because. I'm playing a tiefling who's had some issues. So I'm like, all right, well, I, everything's kind of new. So we have, we have, it's a lot of fun with that campaign. And SJ, who is a new DM, is just doing an amazing job with it. Um, now, when campaigns where my love life keeps coming to come back to haunt me, um, <laughs> are so last, last, before the last session of our Star Wars campaign, um, yes, Corley, where I'm playing a TIE fighter, former TIE fighter, um, I, DM just messaged me right before game. It's like, hey, does Kay have an ex? I'm like, yeah, of course you'd have an ex or two. All right. Male, female, give me a description. I'm like, all right, you know, another a fellow TIE fighter, um, cold blonde. Yeah, we're good. So, like, literally, the, the game session starts. And because we're privateers, but we work uh, primarily for the Alliance or the Republic now, because it takes place um, seven years um, ABY. Um, you know, we're, we're hanging out at the, you know, at the, at the Republic, um, base that we're at. And, you know, we, th th this really great tie or this, not tie fighter. Wow. I did it again. It's great. You know, this Republic <laughs> squadrons now extinction there as of our last adventure. And yeah, in comes in my character's ex. Of course. Which really made her wife happy. Um, <laughs> not, no. um, <laughs> And then we find out that uh, two the two former Imperials now have bounties on their heads for being defectors. Of course. And now, and we're on a mission to. There was a Bacta tank or a um, shipment of a large shipment of Bacta that was stolen from a hut overlord, and who's you know heavily involved in the med in the medical trade. By the way, he pro he provides most of the Bacta to the Republic. So. Our mission was to recover this Bacta. We have now found out that it, it's his nephew who is a hut overlord on the other planet, another on the planet where it was stolen at. Um, yeah, it's his nephew who's. So actually, it was a pretty good, and you know, it was a real quick in and out mission. It was great. Um, <laughs> find out, you know, we figure, you know, figure out who's the best contact. We want to talk to him. We. Uh, do so he's really into um arena fighting so we offer up our our uh, our warrior to uh you know go in that arena and fight you know and if so if she wins then we get to see the bacta and we have that's going to give us time to get the money if she loses we need to have that money immediately plus another 20 percent if we want it so he says, "Yeah, that's fine. In fact, I'll send. I'll let you take three people into the ring." <laughs> he 
so our other warrior type goes I'm like well the rest of us were, were good with guns they said we can have you know one weapon so you know and my character's wife was going so I was like ah i'll go i'm also a decent medic so if something happens that she gets too messed up i can pull her out and you know patch her up as quickly as possible and then of course we're fighting oh my gosh they're from the, the arena fighting attack of the clones i can't think of the name of the creatures not the right no, Xenosians. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah the but they were fighting them on in the Zenu, Zenu. I I can't remember the name of them. I have it in my ship in my game notes. Um, but we've I got, now I have to look it up, guys. Oh, I apologize. The the cat things. Nexu. Nexu. Thank you. Nexu. Nexu. Yep. I had the right letters and almost the right letters there. Um, so, really. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> um. So you know we're fighting one. And then, you know, we see there's two more that are ready to come out and fight us. Uh, so we end up fighting, taking the one out, getting really messed up. Uh, our mechanic figures out how we can keep them from coming out. You need to shoot the chains. And, of course, um, our friend's up with the hut uh, make a mistake and upset him. So we start to release the other two. We shoot the chains of one of them. Um, our other underworld type ends up jumping into the ring to tell it, you know, to to join us. And his his extent of it was to hey shoot the chains. Right, that was fun. Uh, but <laughs> we uh, so we kept we got one, and then we took the other one out pretty easily. Um, you know, with a vibro axe and blasters and all of that. So, yeah. Uh, one we found those. where the shipment was. Max has one on the screen. Oh, nice. Yes, exactly. Um. So yeah, it was literally like a mission where it was like an ep- issue episode and a half of of game time to get it because all we need to do is find out where the back door was. Then we can send the transmission of where it was at and then we're good. So quick in and out. That was great. Um, Call of Cthulhu. We're now to, I don't know, August 20th, 1939. But the good news is we're leaving Europe. Um, And my character got a telegram from her ex because it start with the story it started like she was working with a um and not anthropologist archaeologist who was would sometimes you know take nazi money to finance his stuff she was that was her lover she was working with him beginning of the game you know the whole their whole set of adventures he basically said okay you know I, i need to go do something in boston and then she got a note saying yeah i'm going to berlin i'll talk to you later so she had been dumped. Like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, but now, two years later, she's gotten a telegram. He he needs her help. So, you know, they go to Switzerland from France, where they had just finished up an adventure. Um, and it was fun. It was kind of a the telegrams kind of led to here's where you can find the information because he's now gone missing, and she finds this out from his current significant other much younger squeeze which is what she was previously so yeah yeah there's a there's a lot of it's the same dm that did the stuff to me and as a star wars game so i'm like yeah there seems to be a theme this week yep <laughs> perfect yes yes the dnd yes yeah the cthulhu tap at and in theme of the dnd talk yes exactly. all right so i've babbled enough about dice um let's get into this week's news and then sotor and all that good stuff A.I.E. News. Mandatory fun nights, where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. Sunday, WoW Classic, 2 p.m. Eastern. 
right now, STO at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Monday, Guild Wars 2, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, SOTOR, 8 o'clock max, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Tuesday, Final Fantasy 14 casual rating at 9.30 Eastern. Wednesday, Final Fantasy Fun Night at 9 o'clock Eastern. Thursday, Final Fantasy Progression Reading. I need to start actually to start, you know, here's the Final Fantasy schedule. Right. <laughs> um, that is at 9.30 Eastern on Thursday. Friday, ESO, 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. Friday, Final Fantasy 14, Late Night Fun Night, 11 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, Lotro, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, Saturday, uh, Final Fantasy Maps Night, 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, Saturday at New Brayden, wow, at 11 p.m. Eastern. Awesome. And in streaming and guild podcast news, get ready, working class nerds. Episode 99, the twins, Marcus and Nick, are joined by the twins, a.k.a. great friends of the pod, Joey, Feta, and Al. Their topic of discussion is how video games have helped people get through the pandemic. The usual conversational shenanigans ensue. Enjoy. Also, a reminder, you can call in and leave a voicemail for episode 100 this oh Thursday, gosh. March 25th, via Google Voice. The number is 413-351-2144. Charges may Congrats, apply. Guys. No, no charges. I'm oh my gosh, that's amazing. I know, it's great. So, really Congrats. excited to listen to that. All right. And in Escape Podcast News, episode 373, Amps and Uprisings. 6.2.1 brought us a new amplifier roll system, which Max has been abusing, uprising what? updates, Never. and conquest changes. And in Escape Podcast 374, 6.3 incoming. 6.3 was just announced Thursday in a fun-filled live stream, and it was really good. Uh, they had two voice actor sessions, uh, one with my trooper's uh, love interest, Alara Dorn, and the the new also the new character that's coming up for the Darth Malgus story, so we'll get into that shortly. Um, and in Star Trek Online Fleet Action Report, Fleet Action Report 34, Small Craft. Uh, Nicodus and Greebog cover the various small craft from how to acquire them and what you do with them. And in episode 35, they're on part five of Guest Stars. Uh, they're back with another episode about the voice actors in Star Trek Online. This episode, they talk about everyone brought in during 2018. They have a guest with us mid... Hang on. Midnightage to help with some of the personal experiences with interviewing a few of the actors. Neat. All right. So over in uh, <laughs> No Bad News, uh, Dual Universe, um, Vasco? Yep. Or Vasco <laughs> uh, attended the recent car show in game to show off his truck he designed. And built and managed to win a ship while there. Nice. That's alluding awesome. to the uh, intro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Katabari recently showed off a small fleet of ships at a recent fly-in and received some good feedback on those. Uh, new ship design ideas are being, being worked on daily by members of the organization. Org is in planning phases for setting up a showroom for selling ships in-game to other players. 
They're also preparing to start a very special ship to show off at the next fly-in scheduled for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and patch 0.24 came with some big changes to textures for elements and materials, as well as terrain and flora. And if you listen closely at night, you can now hear crickets or space crickets, I guess. Um, and um, other nomad stuff. Uh, I don't know, Max, did you want to talk about Valheim now or did you want to save that for your section? No, we'll, we'll do it during the segment. Uh, I mean, I guess the game news is Valheim is a survival game in the nomads category that everybody is uh, free to, to join. It's small group. The mag- You can have a maximum of 10 players concurrently, but we have more than that that sort of can have a place on the server and people are in and out. We've never filled it up. So if you want to come try it, it is there. Look in the channel. It's pinned in the Valheim channel under the Nomads category. The IP address and the password to get on the server. It's a sort of a survival building game. We'll show it off here in a little bit in the segment. Yeah, I know a lot of people are playing it and really loving it. I like the building part in particular. That's what I'll show off. Awesome. All right. And in Guild Wild News, uh, Trial of Style ran uh, Saturday at on 320. Um, for the Horde and Sunday at 321 at 4 p.m. for the Alliance. And don't worry, you actually didn't miss all the fun. We're going to run again uh, on Tuesday, uh, the 23rd at 830, uh, 8 to 8.30 Alliance and 9.30 to 9 um, Horde. All events, of course, are Eastern Standard, a.k.a. server time. If you want to check out the fun, look at pics where it didn't happen in Discord. All right, in a WoW Classic, uh, Rumors of Burning Cassette Crusades beta started next um, starting next week. Email sent, but not in downloader and downloader updated on Wednesday. All right. And in ESO news, recent MFNs have focused on grouping up for dungeons with a high-level group running one of the two new dungeons and a lower-level group running random dungeons for experience and levels. There have been several conversations recently regarding leveling and skills, especially since the forced reset. Feel free to ask questions or join in the conversations in the ESO channel in Discord. There's normally at least one death caused by gravity due to Dan Kinia leading people off cliffs. Never! <laughs> the Jester's Festival in-game starts Thursday, March 25th, and runs until April 1st at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. As usual, for MFN, they'll be grouping up to help each other complete the dailies. The first daily each day will reward reward event tickets. This event also has a 100% experience boost memento you can obtain for and use for the duration of the event, which will be super handy now that the champion point camp has been lifted. The free pet in the crown store that is available as of update 29, as well as the free respects, will no longer be available after March 22nd at 10 p.m. Sorry, 10 a.m. EDT on PC and March 30th, 10 a.m. EDT on consoles. So don't forget to grab the pet before it's gone. And over in Final Fantasy XIV news, uh, patch 5.5 titled Death Unto Dawn has an official release date of April 13th. Uh, You should be getting a letter from the producer live on April 2nd, which will come with the trailer for the patch. Uh, the patch is slated to contain a whole bunch of content, but the highlights do include part one of the 5.5 story and part two coming at a later date. They're kind of stretching it out a little bit since things are slowing down with uh, how things are. Uh, the final alliance raid, the Yorha Dark Apocalypse, a.k.a. the Nier raid, mm-hmm. um, 
that finishes out because they usually do it in th- threes like that. Yep. Um, also, the close of the, the Sorrow of Warlet storyline, where we get to fight Final Fantasy XIV's uh, version of the Diamond Weapon, which again, in threes, it's the third weapon we get to fight. Um, and a new Bajja battlefield, Zadnor, which will close out the Save the Queen storyline and finish the Relic Weapon. And of course, we have new rare crafting ingredients that will drop in the chest for Map Night. So be sure to join in on that if you want to play that. Awesome. All right. And some quick updates before we get to our guests. Guild Wars 2, the next dungeon and more night is on April 9th from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. And in Lotor news, SNL is still going on Saturday nights from 8.30 to 10.30 Eastern. Update 29 has dropped off with the new level uh, 45 zone. And in Lotor, made... Um, March 18th and April 7th is the return of the Spring Festival. So they are currently getting lost in the maze. If anyone wants to help running skirmishes or epic battles, uh, let them know in the Lotor channel. And with those news updates, let's get back to Seema and Max and find out what is going on in Sotor. Yeah, hey. Max, what is going on in Sotor? Yeah, what's going on? I have no <laughs> idea. What, who, Whatever. Who played? Did, do, do I, is, do I play Sotor? <laughs> I don't do know. We, do you do, do we, a podcast? Do we talk about, about Swotor hours a hours a week? Hours. Uh, was so I think we could talk about some of the things going on that 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 we're all doing. But just to level set everyone, the fun thing about Swotor is we have a lot of new people joining, and the guild is doing a lot of things. We've got a a, a lot of sort of pieces and parts of the guild. We have some great leaders, both part of the officers and, and player leaders doing a bunch of things throughout the week. So I think it's important to reinforce that. We've got our big open guild night on Tuesday nights was our, our mandatory fun night. And we've been filling that up and there's been a lot of new people, a lot of new people that have never done some of the, like the starting stuff in the game. So when we go out and do like a boss kill for like the couple first world bosses that are even on the, in the game, we have six people out of 20 that are getting achievements for yep. first time ever killing it across their legacy. That's, that would, that's that would pretty be cool. That is awesome. <laughs> so that's, that's Tuesday. Wednesdays, there's, there's ops teams running, which is like a raid team for, for other games. Uh, Thursday, there's another uh, uh, ops team and a podcast going on. Uh, is Mar- Marcus is usually on Wednesday, isn't it? No, there, is no there Thursday. Or on Thursday. Usually on Thursday. Yeah, yeah that's yep. right. Because well, because we're going to be on it this week. Yep. Right. Uh, so there's there's two podcasts, AIE podcast, uh, AIE associated podcasts. There's there's ours and there's Marcus and Nick's that you hear about uh, when we do the news here. Um, yeah, there's going to be the hundredth episode on Thursday, and Sima and I are going to be on it. Awesome. Um, are we going to do our podcast that night too, Sima? I don't know. We'll have to. It's a lot of podcasting. <laughs> podcast crossover to, event. Think about yeah. it. Yeah, do it uh, together. And then Friday, uh, we have rotating events. So mm-hmm. Friday, on a normal basis, it rotates between an achievement night and then every other Friday is a flashpoint night. Just small groups of people getting together, doing those things. And then once a month, on usually on a Friday, is a is a bigger monthly event that Marcus runs called our Mega Monthly Epic Guild Activity. We I, we we invent the all of our acronyms uh, first, first, the abbreviation. Right, right. <laughs> And then, and then you decide what, what word means. you want to put in there. Yeah. Like shield and sword. Okay, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It means somebody really it. wanted to use the word shield. Yeah, somebody exactly. really wanted to spell shield. Uh, and then 
And then Saturday and Sunday, there, well, I think there's a, a team getting ready to run right now. Uh, and then Monday, there's another uh, stuff on the Republic side on Monday nights. Yep, look, they just started uh, uh, Val, uh, Gods from the Sheen. Nice. Which is one of the end game uh, operations. So there's a team running in there right now. That so that's pretty cool too. So every level, we've got people that are now doing you know some more advanced things. They're doing some progression rating. We've got people that are brand new to the game, just leveling their first character. Uh, that's basically the rundown of guild stuff. Very cool. Um, anything I forgot in there, Seema? What what else? Did but, you say that there's there's I believe there's two teams running ops on Monday nights on the pub side. And sometimes they combine, right? Yeah. So yeah. Usually our teams are eight person teams and the, the ops are either eight or sixteen. So if you got two running on a night and we've done this on Thursday nights once in a while with, with our team, uh it's pretty fun. And then we'll fill up sixteen if we do an operation or we'll go, you know, twenty five. 30 people or however many people we have for other stuff that we do for fun on Tuesday night. And it's good because the achievements and stuff are separate for eight man and 16 man. Yep. Right. So there's reasons to want to group up once in a while and get the 16 person stuff done. Which is pretty cool. It's just more wild in general. <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes you're like, uh, game did they really plan this for 16? <laughs> <laughs> well, we asked that question in New Braid too when we were doing yeah thirty stone oh, yeah thirty God. people doing it. who's that bat guy that flies around and puts the stone fist or shriekwing shriekwing yes thank you I'm I'm glad you got to there from my stone fist but yeah shriekwing <laughs> he's yeah. good at understanding Babel he's married to me <laughs> <laughs> so did they do that on on Saturday for uh, did they do that last night for New Braid I know they've been skipping it with a lockout. Um, I did not make it on Saturday, but we have tried it with New Ray, but we haven't gotten it down unless they did it on Saturday. But I don't think they did. Because usually, um, usually G yeah. brings a, a lockout so we can skip right. that. It's actually yeah. the first spot in there on normal, but it's it's just yeah. so crazy with 30 people. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. brutal. With We run with 12 in our raid team, and you run out of room fast. So I yeah. can't imagine 30 people. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, crazy. Uh, game stuff. What you want? I mean, we have game stuff that's just been introduced, and we have game stuff that's just been announced. Which which should we start with, Sima? Talk a little bit about that. Uh, let's start with just introduced. All right. So we we said the amps. Uh, you, I. So <laughs> amplifiers are like. They're like almost like a, an, an enchant on your gear. Uh, you could think about like it that a, way. Like it's a just micro a enchant. Yeah. Yeah, like a micro enchant. So all all gear in SWOTOR has uh, most of the most of the advanced gear in SWOTOR has three parts which make up the assembly. So you have the shell of the of like my gloves here, and then I have an armoring, uh, a mod, and an enhancement, and an and even an uh, an augment. Um, each of these, they added this about, what, about a year and a half ago. Uh, on the armoring in particular, there's there's sort of like uh, non, non-fighting versions of these amplifiers and some of the other slots. But on the armoring, you have a DPS or a healing or a tanking um, little tiny bit of tweak that you can make to your gear. They added a system to these amplifiers so that 
the way you get the amplifier is you get a random one on that piece when you slot it in your gear and you got to like roll for it. They've, they added in this new interface so you can sort of see what all your amplifiers are. It's, it's a way for the people that want them in max can go after it. And then they added this new roll system so that you can uh, re-roll, recalibrate your amplifiers um, and, and get a better chance of locking in the higher levels that you're looking for. Uh, it's, it's a good way to burn a whole bunch of, uh, of game currency. And just burn it up and throw it away and light it on fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, a lot. <laughs> it does, it resets uh, every week. So now I log in on Tuesdays and I spend a couple million credits re-rolling. And I've got a, a fair number of my DPS to the to the maximum level now. They're sort of m- m- maxed out. All, all my <laughs> DPS is maxed. Max is DPS. maxed out. Yes. <laughs> Everything is so maxed that, level. So that's one thing. <laughs> and then why don't you ex- explain the the uprising update and what what we have done to to test it our extensive scientific our extensive testing yes so uprisings is a sty- is a style of instance that's in Sotor that is uh it's it's a lot of trash it's like mostly waves of trash so if trash is not your thing maybe not uprisings <laughs> but um, there are bosses and they they recently scaled. I'm probably going to get this backwards now. They probably they recently scaled the uprisings to level 70 with max level being 75. So you can you can go in there at 75. No, it still scales to you at 75, but you have to I don't know. It's they've changed how it scales to make it yeah. more difficult. They, um, they 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 sort of aligned them with the end game levels to, yeah. to some degree. I think they scaled them to 75 and if you're below 75, you get it pushes you up. It pushes you up because I'll that see, like when we did the yeah. um, Dreadmasters, it said your item level has been increased by th- this to meet the requirements or something. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that Sotar does to sort of address the gearing thing, since they since they do a level sync all over the galaxy. So wherever you go, everything is sort of um, synced so that, I mean, you you never you're never really grossly more powerful than the mobs that are there. However, as you get better and better gear, you do get a buff that adds stacks of power powerfulness to you. So, mm. even though the the mobs are scaled to seventy five, if you're seventy five, you do get the benefit of having worked on your gear, and you, and they and things do get easier. So there is mm-hmm. that. Um, but also with uprisings, they did increase the amount of loot that you get because that was one of the complaints about uprising is like well they're not fun and they don't give loot that we like so why run them and they're still not fun but um, they got more loot. <laughs> i was gonna and say we, 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 sounds like a wow did, raid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes yes not as well, bad as that not yeah, as sorry. bad as the wow not as bad as the wow but okay, um in terms of the loot but the um we we max mentioned our extensive testing we went into one uprising and killed one boss um, and then we went in again with two more people. So we did we did, we two manned it one, and then we four manned one on a different difficulty. So we've done two bosses, and that was our extensive testing. And this, <laughs> we arrived at the conclusions that yes, they are bosses, and they do drop loot. <laughs> so and a lot of loot, and it didn't seem that much harder. Although right, although some of the stuff is hard. It's still it's still hard. It's still harder than it was because we do there's we a, have had reports of people. Yeah. There's a range of difficulty across the, the uprisings. 
they're like they're like dungeons. They're maximum yeah. of four people. It's you know it's basically one to and one they to do four. Have, they Nobody do have bosses. They do have bosses. It's just in between. It's it's meant to be fast paced and shorter than a flashpoint, which which is the more typical instance. But those are pretty quick already. So it's kind yeah. of a lofty goal. It's 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 waves. It's like waves of trash mobs, but it's mo- it's meant to seem like a, a like a run and gun battle against you know waves of, of guys coming after. You. Like there's a, only two bosses in them. Like a wow scenario. Kinda, yeah, kind kind of like a, a wow scenario. Okay, and it's they do they did they fit in an interesting uh, niche in the in the story, and they were around this time that it was the fall of the Zakul Empire. It was your alliance. You were this alliance leader, and you're trying to keep the galaxy together. And what you have is like, you know, some of this the scum and villainy spread across the, the galaxy, mm-hmm. um, causing problems. So but you got to go and, and fix those problems. It's it's more like a setting. It doesn't. It's not really meant to be a storytelling vehicle. Right. Right. So okay. there no, there are no cutscenes. So that's yeah. That's gotcha. that's the idea. And then you know you go. Okay. You, know, you go there. There's there's smugglers doing bad things um, on Hoth. So you just go take care of them. There's no gotcha. story yeah. associated with. They're just bad guys doing bad. Right. Things. Yeah. Just a little okay. excursion. You don't have to you know tell people spacebar spacebar. <laughs> right. And. It's not, you said it's flexible or it seems to be flexible from like one to four. So as the, much as a dungeon is as much. Yeah, as a flashpoint I mean, is. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's several different like versions of each instance. You can go solo story. Not, not every instance has a solo story version, right. but a lot of them do. Then there's regular story. Then there's veteran and then there's master mode and master mode is really the only one that requires a typical trinity of tank healer dps the rest you can sort of go in whatever your makeup is that you like gotcha yes now announced this week so that Mm -hmm. has been added recently they've been doing updates and and tweaks to the game slowly but but definitely been doing them announced this week they announced what they're calling the 6.3 update and the 6.3 update has some significant new content associated with it which sounds pretty pretty cool and they did a big live stream on thursday that was much bigger than we expected it it lasted a little bit over an hour and they've done this with their last two live streams last one was a a a couple months back they've done the content of the live stream so they talked about the update they talked about the new flashpoint which is this uh, the the planet behind me here the 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 jedi enclave on dantooine and you're gonna you're gonna chase down um darth malgus oh come on malgus I un- I uncued my sound effect. He'll queue up in a second. Battle begin. There you, <laughs> there you go. Let the battle begin. Thanks, Malgus. He was uh, dark dark side screwing up my uh, my timing there, as as those evil Sith are wont to do. So we're getting that, but they they did these voice actor interviews both last time and this time. Uh, they those those are great. I I, I think those have been amazing. Yeah, um, but what what is your perspective on those, Seema? Because I know you like them too. Oh, I mean they're fantastic, and I can't believe how varied. Like we've seen, uh, like I would say around five voice actor interviews before, and the, but I'm uh, I'm continually amazed by we get another voice actor, and that person is so distinct and so creative and so different from the five that went before, and 
it also brings out like the best in the community too, because when when you're watching the chat scroll by during a voice actor interview, it's all so positive and glowing and they're just in love with this. They love the actor because the actor loves the game and yep. And then they also love the actor because the actor was Alara Dorn and Alara Dorn is my favorite companion. And <laughs> I mean, it's just great. And then um, that was uh, Moira Quirk. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was a guy named Gideon Emery and he's voicing he's so Moira uh, was has been with SWTOR since the very, very, very beginning. And then this guy Gideon Emery is just now starting with 6.3. So we got to have a perspective of how, jumping into a game that's been going for almost 10 years already to someone who has been growing all along with her character. It was it was really cool. Yeah. But these these voice actors, man, they're beautiful no, people. They are. So <laughs> they, I mean, they're just you know their voices are amazing. They're act. They're actors. They yeah, look yeah. good. Yeah, well, last time around we had uh, Darren DePaul. Dar- yes, and yeah. Darren DePaul. I mean, Darren DePaul he killed it. Uh, the 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 Bioware people like had to yeah. like they felt bad. We you yeah. know they were going to like talk all day. And yeah. Darren Darren. Darren was like pulling out his action figures, his oh Star Wars action figures, and he was, you know, he. Dar- so Darren's done. You know, he's a big World of Warcraft uh, right, voice right. actor, or Blizzard, Blizzard in general, yeah. but he has done a lot of very significant roles for Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, the the yeah, biggest content done- of the last few years has been uh, the he's been the main Emperor uh, and the voice of the Emperor. It's been amazing, and he's also done very trivial characters. He's just yes. He- He's 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 not proud. He's just fantastic. I love his homage character with the T. That was amazing. Yeah, uh, General Darun. Yes, right. it's 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 named for him. It, General yes. Darun. This is this is General Darun here on my screen right now. It's named for for Darren, obviously Darren DePaul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's so he's voice. He does uh, Valkorian. Uh, he does General Darun. Um, and then he does this uh, Scrapper. Uh, There's like oh, three of his main characters. Yeah. Uh, scrapper somebody. Uh, and he had this really amazing thing where he uh, he did the voice of all three of them and each of their perspective. I think I, he like made it up on the spot. He's like ad-libbing yeah. and making it up on the spot. And he did in each, each of their voices. He said, you know, oh, this, you know, Scrapper, Scrapper Dan, you know, first, first sign of trouble, I'm out of there. And, mm-hmm. you know. You know, General Darun is uh, first first sign of trouble, and I've got your back. And then he does Valcor, and he goes, first sign of trouble is me. You know, hitting that General yeah. Darun and that, that Darren DePaul voice is just very, very cool. So really fun stuff going on with, with all that kind of stuff in, uh, in Star Wars. We're looking forward to the new content. It is Malgus-driven, so, you know, this, this me being on the... Uh, uh, on Dantooine with the ruins of the, the the Jedi enclave there in the back. That's where the flashpoint will be. And that is a story element. Uh, Malgus was so almost was kind of uh, resurrected. He was under the control of the Empress. Spoilers, little tiny spoilers from, <laughs> from months ago. Uh, he broke out. He broke out. Uh, he escaped his, he was under control, you know, both physically and mentally of the, of the Empress. Um, he he's unchained right now. He's you know unleashing himself upon the galaxy, and apparently we're going to follow his trail. Don't know if we're going to encounter him just yet, but follow his trail to and through 
the ruins of the Jedi Enclave, which is an iconic uh, Star Wars-y uh, legends kind of kind of thing. So it's going to be fun to get out. You can't actually go to this. So this is me on on Dantooine right now. You yeah. you die if you if you step over this <laughs> cliff. Uh, but yeah, we'll be able to go there and and check it out and see but see that- what's happening. The new character that Moira Kirk was voice acting is um, Aaron Lanier, a Jedi, one of the few Jedi who have faced Malgus before. Yep. Yes. And survived. And was in the book. <laughs> so if, if you if you read the books, the, any of the old Republic books, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron uh, Lanier was in those books. She's shown up in a, at the end of the cutscenes from two months ago at the, with the last story beat. She's now going to be a main character because she has this connection to Malgus and has sort of t- uh, tangoed with him before. Um, and she was so we'll an see. outcast but, from the Jedi, but came back. Yes, I yeah, because I, I she think was she's still maybe sort of semi not approved of, like Satil. Well, I guess we'll see when yeah. how Satil Shan uh, reacts to her. But the initial little teaser. Satil didn't seem that happy because <laughs> she's she's sort of a rule breaker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we got some rule breakers in here. It's my, uh, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey yeah, from but, Magic Mike. <laughs> but she's kind of had some interesting company herself, so I don't know. If yes, she, yeah. she has. Darth Mar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And she's still. Well, I guess he's he's sort of off in the ether now. But his force goes. They she was like. She was having dinner with this force ghost every know, Thursday yeah. night. I was like, yeah, like when yeah, they were right. alive, they were like, they were like almost like an item. And, yeah, but some of these, some of these Sith lords, a couple of the Sith lords, actually, Asina too. Um, yeah, although, yeah, Asina might not be alive back. for some of you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Schrodinger's Asina Asina. might be dead for some of you. And Q, Q rant number sixty-seven. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Choice and just to, for the people that don't know, choices you know choices matter. Uh, Bioware is really fun about the stories, right? And there you can make choices where things will happen where you like can't get a companion or the you know like you have a different emperor. So this is one of the biggest yeah. examples. Uh-huh. Some major characters might be dead in your story and alive for other people. Oh, wow. and that drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because Schrodinger's be galaxy. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's it makes it really hard, and I I can only imagine the kind of flowcharts that that you know Charles sure. Boyd, the lead writer, must have because like Emperor Asina is a really cool character. Now you oh. can never use Emperor Asina in any major story moving forward because she's dead for a whole bunch of people. Some people, right, yeah. right, which is a, a shame in my book. Yeah, um, right, and uh, they can. Some people have killed off Mace Jalcom. Uh, Jace yes. Malcolm, who's one right. of my favorite characters, and then like so now I don't have I can't say oh maybe he'll show up here and I'm like right. no yeah. he, they can't use him now because even right. though he's still right. alive in my version of the galaxy, uh-huh. right? So, that seems to make things overly complex for them. Yeah, it, yes. you're not and wrong. Not just <laughs> and it's not just the storyline too because they have to make sure that then that character won't show up in some minor cutscene, cut right? Right. For someone else, and oh my yeah. gosh! Well, because and then people complain about it. They're like, "Oh, there was a reference to to blah 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 in my in my version of the game, and blah 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 <laughs> is dead in in my version." So this is this is complete right, trap. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Where you are Kinda terrible. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, but it's either it's either that or you have the wowed where you know you have a choice. Oh, choice. Oh, yeah. but yeah. whatever you chose doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, so we have that. We have that too. <laughs> there's yeah. there's some of that, but I and I get people wanting you know to to, to drive story and have choices that matter, but I kind of feel like you need to have choices, but then still drive the narrative as a as a writing team so that you can keep your keep your universe together. I call it Schrodinger's galaxy. Yep, because everybody's like half, you know, ha- you know, de- both dead and alive, and the the waveform doesn't collapse until we figure out what your version of your and it's yeah. not even it's not even your legacy. It's each no. of your characters might have like t- mm-hmm. you might log into a character and go, is is Darth Asina the emperor for this character? Well, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Who gosh. knows? Yeah, maybe. maybe for this one, and maybe for not. Well, then you have the other extreme where Final Fantasy fourteen, where there are no choices. You just have you either say a thing or you say it sarcastically or you don't say anything. Yeah. Or you, or you just yeah, you nod, you, you nod, nod or you exactly. shake your fist. Yeah. You have the strongest nod, neck muscles in nod. the world. Yeah. And so and then you have like the cutscene your... where everyone nods at each other. Yes. Yes. It goes around twice. <laughs> five people. Ten, so yes. ten nods. Because at that point they're just memeing themselves on purpose. So yes. <laughs> yeah, so. memeing themselves. Yes. I think yeah. But Max overall, in an MMO, tough choices matter can be done without character death and i think that's the i think when they took it a little bit too far like there's a scene in one of the character stories where you come up and you have a choice of saving the one person or saving the like the civilians and if you save the one person she shows up later in your character story and if you don't save her she doesn't show up but that's you know, ensconced in that character story. It's not the whole plot. So, and yeah, like the personal choices that like matter and like the light, you know, like dark choices that matter to your reputation and what companions you end up getting, that kind of stuff makes sense. But like, but who the emperor take out major character stories. Like, you know, did you kill Arkin? Did you keep him around? Well, he's no good anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, so I um, I I wanted to jump one of my characters ahead to do some stuff on Odessan, and so I oh. recently had the opportunity to rewatch the Blur cinematic that introduced Knights of the Fallen Empire. Uh-huh. And oh my God, that thing is so moving! You yeah. wouldn't have to know anything about Star Wars to watch the cinematic. Nope. You know Sacrifice. the brothers growing up, and yeah. Oh my gosh! You can achieve anything. You're yeah. willing yeah. to sacrifice. Right. Darren DePaul. That is, that is him. But the, but the character, the animated characters and their facial emotional acting is just really, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Really good. All right. I, I know we're running late. I did want to just show off uh, Valheim. No. And, we started uh, late. And yeah. so, we started late. Uh, no. Oh, we're good. So, so Valheim, uh, you know, it, uh, we'll, we'll we'll wrap back up on on Star Wars so if yeah. you got anything else, uh, Simo. Yeah, but I'll, I have I'll a question do a quick run through on Valheim because <laughs> the the guild uh, it's re- it's really only a handful of people that are playing. Um, but what Valheim is is a survival game. You get dumped into the world. It's sort of you know you you're a you know Viking afterlife. You get dumped into the world and you pick up some sticks and you you know off the ground and then you make a a campfire and then you make your first little hut and then you gather some resources and there's kind of tears as you you know gather some leather you get now you got leather armor then you want to upgrade the leather armor you got to fight tougher and tougher things to get like from leather up to bronze and then bronze up to iron and the iron up to silver weapons and 
This is our guild keep, though, that we just uh, put together this week. And there's, there's my personal house um, off in the distance. Um, but this is the guild keep that we have. So we all have a place where we can be safe because it is quite a dangerous world and you will get attacks on wherever you're, you're living as well. Um, but crafting is, is a big element. Um, so we've got these big crafting centers. Um, you had to, we had to like mine all of the resources to build each one of these components. Like each block in here is placed separately. Each board square of floor tile, all of these are all, all placed separately. So you got to get all the materials. You got to put it together. So I've spent uh, many hours on work conference calls this week <laughs> to, to, to uh, get the materials for for this version of the castle. And these are all components then that make one of our our crafting benches. And got all these portals which connect some really? of the personal houses and, and places we can all play. So if anybody wants to to sort of experience these uh, the 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 what's going on from a you know, from a, a survival game perspective, this is this is one of these sort of like crafting, building, build it out, build together kind of games that we have going on. Mm-hmm. I would say Dual Universe is the other one. Yep. Um, yeah. Very so cool. Quite quite fun. This is my little personal house. I sort of set it and up what like prevented you from teleporting was ore, right? Metals you cannot take through the teleporter. So teleporters can connect. Like here's here's the whole world. Here's where our 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 first base is. Teleporters, though, you can't take ore or metal, raw metal, through the teleporters. Hmm. That's so an interesting detail. Yeah, it forces you to to build ships. There's three Itakabella raft, a medium size uh, car. It's called a K A R V E, a carve, um, or the Viking longboat, which is what my boat is out there in the harbor. It forces you to build the ships and then sail the seas. The seas uh, can be very angry and rainy, and there's sea serpents that can attack your boat and sink your boat. And uh, there's leviathans out there where you can mine the barnacles off of their backs, and uh, hmm. the worlds can be very, very dangerous. Um, each each of the biomes can be is more and more dangerous. Like you know, there's like meadows, which are the baseline, and then uh, black forests are here up, and then swamps are even worse. And, Mountains are even worse than that. And the worst of all is the plains, <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh-huh. But that's where the uh, the deaths, that's where the death mosquitoes live. Oh, my. Those, uh, that does not sound good. No. Uh, Seema oh, said the- it sounds really cute. <laughs> because, because I was reading it as like death squito. Like, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Like, like, niñito, like, yeah. like a little <laughs> endearing ito at the end of it, right, right, right. Right, which makes it cute. Okay, that does make it cute automatically. Yep. Per, per but it, no, it's it's like it's it's a mosquito that kills you. I mean, they're like you know the size of your head and can, yeah, that, can yeah, one that, shot I you. I don't like mosquitoes even of normal size. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mous's. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, mosquitoes of unusual size. Yeah. All right. So, just another game. Of of the many that we play in 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 the the guild and another place that we have fun, uh, I still spend most of my time in in Star Wars, but but Valheim is hitting that kind of building that I, I, I really edge. get a kick out of the the creative. Yeah, when some of these games have the the creative aspect to it. So, right. have a, so finishing have a on Star Wars, anything I missed here? Yeah, yeah. I do want to mention for for Star Wars that if you are interested in learning how to run the harder modes of ops, Marcus has put a survey up 
Um, and he's going to get together, you know, depending on the results of the survey, a group of people to meet, say, like once a month or whatever, and do some uh, sort of how to be a better operations player so that you can do the harder content. And that survey is in our Discord. So you can scroll through there, do like a from, a from Marcus search mm-hmm. and scroll back and you can find the survey. It's on SurveyMonkey. I think it's so, pinned um, also. Oh yeah, and then it's it's going to be up for at least one more day. So uh, better, better now, better sooner than later. Yes, yeah. that's yep. what I would say. If if you can hear the sound of our voices, go find that survey. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Quick question: With six three announced and the flashpoint and what it's bringing, any do you, since they haven't done a roadmap. Is seven o like twenty twenty two twenty twenty three? No, that that that's going to be tenth anniversary. You think you so think seven o for tenth anniversary? Well, there, yeah, I, I, I it's got to. I mean, they've they've been talking for over a year now. That's our speculation. Yeah, yeah. that's our speculation. But they've been sense. they've been hyping up ten, you know, the tenth anniversary. You right. know, big stuff coming for tenth anniversary. I mean, there are people in the community that think that 6.3 was their big 10-year announcement. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. this is not. No. Yeah, no. no. Okay. I mean. Just curious. The, I think they're they're probably over-promising. Uh, might be. The, the, I mean, t- tied for 18 months and say, you know, you know, look out. 10th anniversary is going to be amazing. Um, but they have been for 18 months. Talking I know. about 10th anniversary. Yeah, big stuff. yeah. So that's going to be December. December is the 10th anniversary. Okay. Wow. So. You, do you think something on the level of Knights of the Fallen Empire? That would be my bet. Now they've hinted. The only thing they've they've hinted at in the in the last two live streams are um, systems updates. Also, so like Keith has hinted at like graphics, you know, sort of like mm-hmm. graphics right. updates, so a new engine, maybe you know, that kind of state. <clears throat> um, I don't. I don't know if the, I don't think they can go new engine, but you know. You know, I don't know tech textures or whatever. Whatever they whatever they can do, they they seem excited about that. Uh, systems probably quality quality of life. They love to do those kinds of things, and there's a lot of great quality of life kind of features. Instant travel wherever you want to go in the whole galaxy in Star Wars uh, works really well. Like I can hit, uh, um, not Control M, Shift Shift M here. Uh, any of these planets, I can just click on, and I can mm-hmm. I can ship myself right there. Um, you got to like unlock the ability, but instant yeah. travel to any planet. And then once I'm on the planet, um, I can hit M and I can instant travel to any of the quick travel points, which are like the flight path points, instant yep. travel right to them. No cool. So if you think I mean, of like, how, yep. yeah, you have to get that ability, but still it's there. Yeah. Right. Right. When I, th- when I think of even like trying to go from my covenant to the mall yeah. and then I'm yeah. like, well, I'm going to go make a sandwich. Right. Now. In, yeah. In, yeah. In, Unless in you've Shadowlands. upgraded your travel network, but still, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's games I mean, like that yeah. where they, they respect your time. Like it's, that's, one yeah. Of the, yeah. Swotor respects your time. Yeah. Final Fantasy 14 is the same way. Wow still wants you to feel how big the world is. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, look at all this cool stuff walk. we did. No, no, we don't need that. Let, let, <laughs> let me get you the cool, the cool place I'm going to, the, the cool stuff mm-hmm. I want to do that you made for me to do there. Exactly. Right. Yep. So, so I imagine stuff like that, and I and I would imagine there's going to be a content, uh, a content drop of some kind. Oh, I'm, sure. the, but the, that's just imagination. They haven't re- they haven't really yeah. hinted at that 
um, specifically that I've heard. I just because they've been hyping it up so much, I'm like, they got to have something, something big. Yeah, I hope so. Especially well, the with timing as, perfect. As, and I don't want to say it's little, but because it's been a flashpoint or it's been you know things, but the content updates is what they're calling story beats, and it's just little. You know, little things. It doesn't little, seem little to be bits like so far. Yeah, yeah. Six dot three will be a, a slightly bigger update. It sounds like you know we're yeah. bringing in new characters. I, I'm. It's not going to be like you know, t- you know, twenty so like hours of of story. The, but yeah. the cutscenes that we had for um, six two, they 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 didn't even call that a beat. So yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Story beat is a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. We had Spirit of Vengeance, and that was kind of a, a a little bit of a of a story of its own, and with a flashpoint, and that was kind of cool, right? Yeah. Um, outside of the sort of the main story, but um, not unrelated, and very Mandalorian focused. That was that was kind of cool, and also um, and, very over in the game right now. Anyway, <laughs> won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, and, and they fixed that out a little bit. Get it was also a little bit buggy, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So, lots to look forward to. Lots of fun that I'm sure we're going to have all summer. Uh, they are adding a new system to the game, which is an advanced version. Alongside daily login rewards that they have right now, they're going to add almost like a... Um, almost like... Uh, like a battle pass. Uh, yeah. Like a battle pass. Like a co- like, a, like, your, like your covenant dailies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's I, Now I just thought of it. It's going to be kind of like that. You're going to have like right. a, a thing you need to do each day. Uh to 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 get very significant rewards, including a new stronghold, which is on the the Imperial Fleet and the Republic Fleet in its apartment that overlooks the VIP lounge in the center of the fleets. Kind of <laughs> kind of really cool looking. Yeah. Right. A new companion, which is one of those elephant alien dudes. That um, you can yeah, get to level fifty through and... the story. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's uh I don't know. Should be fun. I, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. But yeah. I'm also worried Same. because it, um, well, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> you and bad. me both, Seema. You and me both. I mean, if it's I like, want a job. if it's like callings or emissaries and wow, I'm fine with that. If it's, if it's like today, the, the activity is PVP and tomorrow it's GSF and the third yeah. day it's um, PVE, then I'm just, it's going to take me three times as long because I, yeah. I, life is short. You know, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to do the activities I don't and like just make. to get, yeah. you know, virtual points. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe plus, we'll discuss plus, that know, on our next podcast, Games That Respect Your Time as a Player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That. Okay. So, so, all right. So I think that's about it for tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So chat room, start suggesting titles. Um, Max, Lima, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having Obvi- us. Always. Um, besides, you know, the obvious, uh, the Escape Podcast, where can people find you guys? Guild Discord. I think that's that's the number one. Yeah. Uh, I, we, is- I, I post stuff to Max the Gray on Twitter, but only when, the when like, we're going live on the podcast on Thursday okay. nights. Uh, but Guild Discord, we're both in there. All of us. All of us are in there all the time. Uh, if you're looking for a guild invite, the LFO channel, do an at officer either there or in the game channel. Mm-hmm. 
come come find us all in there ask for invites on any game ask for advice on how to get into dual universe or or valheim or outriders or or whatever we want to we want everybody to have fun playing all the things so let us know excellent we'll be there awesome all right well, if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at The Mew Cow. McCall is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is aie-guild.info slash Discord. For past episodes, you can see us on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash c slash the AIE podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And as a reminder, if you have a short segment, 90 to 120 seconds long, that you'd like to play at the end of our podcast, please, we'd love to hear from you. Send it in. That way I don't have to. Um, and huh? get your content shown. Heard. All right. Ah, next time, um, which will probably be Easter, we're going to need to have a, co- a little co-host uh, meeting there to make sure that's good for everybody. But we're just going to be talking to us about, our, about ourselves, about ourselves, probably talking about games that uh, don't waste our time. Exactly. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Ted Semi. This is Mugel. And this has been the AIE po- Podcast. part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.